Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of Housekeeping, brought to you by the Politipop Podcast, the podcast where we take your favorite pop culture media and discuss the social and political themes within this housekeeping is for the week of November 6th, 2020. Although, I feel like I want to release it on November 5th, because we must always remember, remember the 5th of November. Perfect. (laughs) Right? Uh, That being said, I'm your co-host, Mike Booch, and as always, I'm being joined by my co-host, Ty. Oh, yeah, this is going to be a heavy episode. That's right. So heavy, in fact, that you chose to record it after we did our feel-good episode <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> with the smoke signals. Uh, yeah, so, um, so you know, our housekeeping is just uh, kind of w- what we do to, you know, cover, uh, let off some steam, cover basic current events, the election and stuff. If, uh, you, if you're if you listening to us on YouTube, make sure you like the video, subscribe to our page. If you're listening to us on iTunes, wherever you get your podcast, just rate and review us. That would be fantastic. Before we get into the heavy stuff regarding the election, the U.S. presidential election this uh, this week. Uh, oh, that's I this just week? Want to... Really? <clears throat> yeah, oh, yeah, man. yeah. It, it happened. Uh, and ballots are still being counted and everyone is preparing for civil war. But yeah. before that, uh, the Patreon is... Almost there. It's about 90% done. We're, we're going to look through it and hopefully release it after this week. But we just want to give you an idea of the of the different tiers, uh, how much they cost and what benefits you'll get. But yeah, so our first uh, lowest paying tier is $3 a month, and it is known as the proletariat tier. And uh, nice. what you have access to on this one, what you will have access to, and if any of you have ideas as to other things you'd like us to put in instead of or in addition to, please feel free to let us know. You have our contact info, and we'll say it again at the end of the episode. So uh, you will have access to early releases of episodes. Uh, most of the time we release our episodes on Friday, but if I happen to get an episode out uh, ready beforehand, I'll release it early and all of our patrons at the proletariat level will have access to it. Also, social media drama. I'm always talking on my episodes about I got into an argument with this person on Twitter or Facebook or whatever it is. I'm going to screenshot these things and just put them up there for you to enjoy. Uh, Fan requests. So whereas your vote in real life may not count for much, it does count a lot (laughs) with us. So, uh, you know, our We Are What We Are episode happened because a fan requested us to review it. And uh, guess what? If you get in early... If we have like two fucking patrons, we're gonna just do whatever you guys <laughs> yeah, that's suggest. True. You'll so, have all the power. Uh, it's like the two yeah, party as, system. It is. It is. As more parties or as more uh, proletariats, patrons, whatever you want to call them, end up uh, end up subscribing, uh, you'll all end up voting on the different things that you suggest for us to review. So there'll be democratic polls, and there's going to be uh, you know suggestions, and uh, we'll probably end up putting all right this week. Put in all your suggestions this week, vote, stuff like that. Also, there's going to be discussion boards. So if you don't know us personally and text us about the episodes like uh, Mackie does um, <laughs> we uh, or Kenny, I'll, I'll throw out some some shout outs. 
yeah. You can always uh, share your thoughts on the episodes uh, through the discussion boards we're going to put up. That'll be either with us. Um, well, it'll definitely be with us, but also with the other Politipop heads that enjoy the podcast. We have people who are listening from all around the world, so it'd be great to see kind of an intermingling of ideas and how you how you liked or didn't like the episodes we're putting out. And last but not least is going to be shout-outs. As a thank you for uh, for you helping us continue to produce this uh, content uh, consistently, at the beginning of every episode, we're going to be doing uh, shout-outs to our, to our patrons. Yeah. Maybe the end. We'll see. Uh, and listen, if you don't want your name mentioned on the podcast, let us know. Otherwise, Otherwise, we're just going to tell everybody who you are. Just going to throw it out how there. How you've supported us like a dirty slut. Yeah. Comrade is the next tier. It's going to be $6 per month. The uh, the Comrade tier gives you access to everything in the proletariat tier, but also you'll get mini reviews. I tend to get stoned and watch a bunch of stuff randomly, and I end up texting you about it, Ty. You do. Giving full Full-length reviews on movies you probably haven't even watched. <laughs> like my whole take on Terminator Dark Fate and the franchise and everything, which I was like, wait, this would be a good review. So That's uh, what gets me through my I, day. Right? Uh, it's the least I can do. And hopefully it'll get you through yours. Uh, I'm going to be re- uh, recording, or at least at the very least writing, uh, my reviews of just random shit that I'm watching or, or reading or listening to. Uh, because I always like talking about the stuff that I'm into, and my wife doesn't like hearing about it. So <laughs> you'll also... Have access to a Polita profile pic. If you've seen our cover photos uh, or some of the stuff that I put on my social media, um, I am the artist for the for the podcast. I, I alter the logo. Obviously, Antonio Chava created the original Politipop podcast logo, but uh, you know I'll alter it to give it you know kind of a communist aesthetic or a pride aesthetic. And then also our own faces that I put on our episode uh, images and on social media. I've created those. So you sure if did. you join at the Comrade tier at six dollars a month, then you will actually have your own caricature it's not going to be like a full caricature it's going to be you know kind of just more realistic but minimalist i'm going to do that for you and you can put it on any social media that you want to Woo. uh now we'll also have shout outs with promotions so let's say you're a listener who is supporting the podcast but also you have your own etsy store or an independent business or or you do art or something or maybe you want to call attention to somebody else's art uh or promote somebody else, let us know and we'll be able to promote them. We'll do that probably at the end of the uh, episode, but we'll do that. Uh, we'll not only shout out, but also promote certain creators. That's amazing. <clears throat> and of course, the moment you've all been waiting for, the last tier, this is at $9 a month. That brings the trifecta to 369, which is a number that is uh, corresponding, uh, a number that is relative to creativity. And uh, this $9 it. tier per month is going to be the resistor tier. Now, you will have access to everything in the first two tiers as well as monthly watch-alongs. Every month, uh, I'm going to watch a movie show. You know, hopefully we can have Ty join us whenever he can, but, you know, he is an actual... Uh, I don't want to say productive member of society, but uh, productive <laughs> member of capitalist society. Yes. And, uh, I will join and, uh, when I can, I promise. Yes, exactly. And, uh, you know, obviously I just like watching movies with my, my fucking bro. But, um, you know, I'm going to be watching uh, watching certain things and I'll, ha- I'll invite you to do it with me. Will we do it through Twitch? Will we do it through Discord? Will we do it through Zoom? We'll see. I'm not sure if I want to give everyone the opportunity to, like, verbally talk over me just because... Um, you know, if if we have friends on, that's fantastic. But we might have people we don't know, and we don't want like you know, kind of people sneaking in and saying really fucked up shit. Yeah. Uh, on our on our <laughs> on our platform, but be, but, but we'll see. Rough. You know, we'll we'll take we'll take your recommendations. And once again, the 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 first few people who are in these monthly watchalongs, it'll literally just be you and I watching a movie remotely. So, <laughs> you know, and uh, 
you know, just letting you know, I do talk a lot through through films, especially if I'm if I'm high. So keep that in mind. You've done it since you were a child, so. I really have been since ruining everyone's experience of Spider-Man 2 at the Elwood Cinema when we were 13. <laughs> the people that still talk about that at Thanksgiving dinner. They're like, they're like that fucking guy. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, also, you'll have access to uh, bonus episodes. So any episodes that we record and maybe they don't fit with the theme of that month or, oh, you know, we recorded uh, we recorded. Um, Dawn of the Dead. Let's do other. Let's do a whole Romero retrospective that might not be one hundred percent politically relevant, but it might just be something that we want to review and enjoy, or or maybe it's a movie that that you, the patrons, have suggested or show that you've suggested, and we can't exactly uh, review it because of it doesn't. It might not fit with the theme. For example, last month was horror. This month is going to be native specific stuff, native centric uh, themes. Then we'll we'll release it as a bonus episode. So full episode, full production. You get our takes on everything. But this is only accessible to you, the patrons. Um, so sound like Bane. We give it back to you, the patron. <laughs> um, and of course, the Mina reviews, political profile pick, and everything on the on the other uh, tiers you have access to as well. So that's uh you know that's just some of the stuff we're we're working on right now and. We're we're very excited to to launch it and get it going. It's still going to be tweaked, customized a bit. We'll obviously take your input. So, so so feel free to uh, to to let us know and just you know I'm looking forward to uh, getting zero patrons for the first five months it's released and you know hopefully you're looking forward to proving proving me wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know uh, and obviously. You know, I'm going to be very straight up. This is the kind of thing that we're going to release regardless. But I don't know how far off I am from, you know, from going back into uh, employment for others. I do my own voiceover work for myself. But, uh, but you know, I might, you know, end up having to, to get another, you know, a full-time or part-time job going out there in the COVID wasteland. And, oh, gosh. Um, you know, time, Ty, you've been amazing with making yourself available. But, it, you know, I might not be able to. So... Um, keeping the podcast consistent because this is time. This You don't see it behind the scenes, but there are a lot of hours that we put into this between watching the stuff, between researching the stuff, yep. between recording it, between editing it, between promoting it on social media, and now the extra stuff that we're going to be putting out there, like the watch-alongs and the bonus episodes and the mini-reviews and uh, interacting with everybody. That like that does take up a lot of time. It's a part-time job. Now, One that we enjoy, yeah. but a part-time job. Yes. Yeah, nonetheless. And, uh, you know, normally people get paid for those. With all my anti-capitalist rhetoric, it would be kind of ironic if I said, pay me for doing all this stuff for you guys. <laughs> uh, I want to put out whatever I can, whenever I can. But, uh, you know, we both do. But being able to receive some sort of monetary compensation to offset uh, the, you know, the time we put into this would definitely would definitely help uh, help us continue to produce this consistently and with quality content. Bravo. Um, that being said, we're going to move on to I think we're just going to talk pretty much about the the US presidential election, more so our experiences with it. Uh Ty, how was election day for you, which is now yesterday yes, as of this yeah. recording? Uh it was interesting. So I, you know, um you know, I I know I've been talking to you off mic kind of going back and forth about, you know, how I was going to go about going to vote and you know, uh, as much as I hate Biden, I, I still I do understand why people were, were going to go vote for him. And there is still that guilt, you know, where people, you know, liberals tell you, um, you know, you don't care about us. You don't care about, you know, black people and brown people and gay people and, you know, pretty much anything. And, it you know, it was weighing on me heavier than I thought it would. 
but I, I got up and I, I met up with my You're mom. You're not alone, by the way. Yeah, you know, it's 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 it was stressful. So it was really eating at me the last couple of days. And I was kind of scared because, you know, a lot of people are joking, but ha- half joking that, you know, a civil war is coming. Uh, and my girlfriend is Hispanic. And, you know, that scares me. What, what could happen to her? Um, so I, I got up. I met my mom. We, we went to go vote at 7 a.m. Um, and uh, the line was insane in my town. It was it was like a mile long. So she had to go to work uh, at like 8.30. So we decided not to. And the to. whole village by where you live is less than a mile long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was just crazy, though. So we, we decided uh, that she was going to vote after work and I was going to go a little later in the afternoon because I've been working nights. Uh, so I, I went back home, slept for a while, got up around like 12, um, and then I went and voted at 12.30-ish. Uh, and it took me about like 45 minutes or so to vote. Um, there was really no no issues with like, you know, I saw a couple of Trump trucks drive by. They got all the flags going and, you know, just being obnoxious as fuck. But, uh, you know, other than that, there was really no issues. Nobody was fighting. Everyone was pretty much maintaining social distance. Um, I did find that the poll workers seemed to be a little lost, though. So... They now use like a like a like a pin pa- like a, pa- a pad like a iPad or something to to do all the the signing yeah to sign you in and everything and right yeah give you a ticket yeah so the, there was a guy in front of me who was having an issue they were telling him that uh, you know they they couldn't find him by the information he was giving and they had like the wrong address on file for him and he's like well I did move from this address but that wasn't the address they had either so it turned out they had an address he had never lived at before. And he was like, this doesn't make any sense. And he wasn't, like, that young. He was probably, like, maybe early 40s. So, you know, he said that he had voted before and he's never had an issue. Um, You know, again, he didn't move the last couple of years, but uh, the address wasn't listed. And they they were going back and forth, you know, trying to figure out what what to do. Uh, And I guess there's, like, a separate line for people that deal with these kind of issues. So they made him go wait on that line after, like, a 10-minute wait at at the sign-in desk, which, you know, I'm sure he was probably pissed off about. Uh, and then when I approached, you know, I gave my last name, I gave my first name, uh, no, no problems. My address came up, et cetera, et cetera. They gave me the, the, the pad I signed in. Um, they had to get like a supervisor to sign, I guess, to approve it or something. I'm not really sure what, what was up with that. Uh, when she comes back, she's like, Oh no. (laughs) And I'm like, uh, what what does that mean? You know, she's like, uh, it looks like it crashed on me. I'm like, huh, technology, right? Because, you know, that's what I always say to, uh. to boomers. <laughs> and um, she's she's like, uh, I lost it. <laughs> like, what? She's like, let, let me have your last name again. I'm like, sure. So I give her my last name, my first name, et cetera. And she's like, I could see, like, the worry in her eyes. Because obviously we're all wearing masks. But, like, I could still see oh, the expression. And she's like, oh. she's like muttering to herself, like, it's gone. Like it's gone. It's like that moment where like you're you're uh, cashing someone out like at the register <laughs> and they give you like an extra thirty seven cents after you've already put in the amount they gave you. Yes. And now you have to make change from that on the fly. That's the amount yes. of panic I imagine. <laughs> and she had. like she like she clearly doesn't know what to do because she uh, you know she she thinks that it's gone and I'm just like I'm thinking to myself I'm like does this mean I just can't vote because this lady doesn't know how to work the pad like I can't imagine they they didn't work these kinks out ahead of time you know they're just like oh it crashed sorry you can't vote you know so I'm sitting there and she's like I can see her like she's like clicking stuff and tapping stuff and I'm just patiently waiting there like oh my fucking god and finally she turns to her left and the thing that prints out the slip saying you can vote is there it's just it's been there I guess and she just didn't notice and she's like oh Oh, it's here. You're all good. <laughs> here you go. She says, just, just go over to that table. So I'm like, all right, great. So 
I take the slip, I go over, um, you know, and they set me up at, uh, they tell me I can walk to any table I want. So I do that and I go to vote. And, you know, a couple of things about, about the ballot itself kind of caught me by surprise. So, um, what were they, what caught you by surprise? Yeah. So obviously, you know, presidential wise, um, not too many surprises. I didn't see Mark Charles on there, the, the native American man who is running for president, uh, which is sad. It's a bummer. I would have liked to have seen him on the ballot. Um, uh, and I'm going to openly say this. I voted green. Uh, I did. I went with my conscience in the end and it told me that, uh, to vote green was the, the best safest, uh, bet because I, I don't continue to believe that Joe Biden doesn't actually care about people. You know, my girlfriend, again, I've mentioned multiple times is Hispanic, you know, I've talked to her about this and she says, I won't vote for someone who puts people like me in cages. And, uh, Joe Biden has done that. He has been a party to that in the past. And as much as I hate Trump and I think he's a fascist. And I hope he uh, he does not win this election because I don't want him to be president. I cannot be a party to voting for Joe Biden, so I did go green. Um, and you know, as we as we get further down the ballot, I noticed that a lot of a lot of people were running um, unopposed. You know, they would be under the Democrat, the Republican, the conservative, mm-hmm. and the independent. And the independent. So it's yep, like vote them, for one. Person. So I'm voting for the, you know, am I voting for them under the conservative banner or the independent banner? You know, like that's the only choice you have. And I think that's just such a disservice uh, to us. They tell us that we have this choice. You know, the fact that no one is running against them, that's pretty sad. And, I, you know, I, I don't know enough about um, running for politics to know what, what goes into that, whether nobody was interested or they just couldn't get the funding they needed or the support they needed. But, uh, to me, it's like, why even bother? Like it's the illusion of choice, right? Like literally, because no matter what you vote, that person wins. Um, and I saw this multiple times across the board. There was very little opposition to a lot of these positions. Um, and and, you know, it it is very confusing because I feel like people aren't really trained on this stuff. You know, you're not really taught much about the ballot. Uh, they have like a poster up when you first walk in that, you know, I read very quickly. It's been a while since I I voted in the presidential election, right? It's been, it's been four years. Um, yeah, it's been about four years for me too. Yeah. Give or take, uh, four years. And, you know, it, it, you, you look and you see one person's running under Democrat and they're running under independent and they're running under conservative and they're running under Republican. And, you know, you, you get the family, the working family party. And, you know, I know a lot of these parties are important to keeping, you know, more than just a two party system. But it really makes you think, what is the point of that? Do they actually do anything? Right. Like what is what is the point of, of keeping the working family party active if they're supporting the same candidates that are under the Democratic Party. So, um, yeah, that was disappointing. There was one Green Party candidate for my local election, uh, which happened to be my girlfriend's friend's mom, so I did vote for her. And uh, on the back, there was two propositions. And one was um, changing term limits from two years to four years for, what was that, the Senate? Well, Ty, according to LongIslandPress.com, it says that Proposition 1 was to have uh, county legislators increase their terms from two years to four years, so doubling their terms. And Proposition 2 would forgive the $183 million the county owes the Drinking Water Protection Program and allow Suffolk to borrow $15 million more from that fund. Yeah, right. Thank you. So, so I think we've talked about term limits, or, or if we haven't, um, you know, term limits are important. And I think there's not enough of them. They're not frequent enough as is. I mean, that's why we have people like Nancy Pelosi who have been in power for, I don't know, what, 
plus years, right? Um, and, Too long. And so, you know, going from two to four, I, I don't agree with that because I think they need to work for it. They need to earn your vote. So make them run every two years. So I obviously, you know, I, I am against that. Um, and the second proposition, I didn't even know what the fuck they were talking about, right? Like, I'm like, I've never heard of this before. Um, how am I supposed to vote on something I'm not aware of? And I'm trying to Google it really quick on my phone. Um, you know, and I, I eventually I did, you know, go with the with voting no because um, for I want to understand that the funds were mishandled during COVID. And now that uh, all this money is owed, they're trying to take from this other fund um, that is supposed to help homeowners uh, with like, um, uh, like, when they when they buy their house, something to do with like the cesspools and the, and the sewage system. So basically, they're just taking money from from a fund that would help other people to pay off a debt that uh, you know those in power couldn't couldn't take care of on their own. So I felt it was a, a mismanagement of funds, and I was not going to vote yes for that either. But you know, these two things, like you don't, did you expect to have to vote on those two? Because I didn't. You know, I didn't see anything about this. Yeah, so I knew about one of them okay. because uh, there was a somebody cold called me asking me who I was voting for. It was just like a uh, generic survey. Okay, and so you know I gave them my reasons for that I, that I'm not voting for Trump nor Biden, and then they were like, "All right, what about Proposition 2? And they 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 outlined it in in such a way like I, I couldn't understand it. I think I don't think you can ever understand exactly what the fucking propositions entail because so whoever wrote this proposition wrote down a lot more than two sentences. You know, like yeah. they didn't just write, yeah. all right, let's put county legislators terms from two limits to four. And that was they wrote they, you could have written that on a fucking post it. That's a proposition. <laughs> oh, there's probably a lot more involved in there. There might be a salary increase. There might be um you know who who's to say that it's going to stop it at four? And uh, you know, and like you said, let them let them earn the votes every two years, right. and also you know get done whatever you need to fucking get done in 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 two years. You know, I we have not been taught anything about local politics. Uh, we've barely been taught anything about uh, federal politics, and I think that that is such a disservice to to U.S. citizens and to us as Long Islanders because. You know, Long Island is a very interesting place uh, geographically in that it, you know, you have certain areas that are that are so white and wealthy and certain areas that are so not those things. Right. And, um, you know, I'm just glad that, well, I'll, I'll talk about my ballot in a bit because it was a little bit different, but, you know, I got to vote against a, a Zionist and looks like he won. Let me open that. Line. Oh, yeah. He always does. Uh, Fucking guy. Sorry, we'll talk about <laughs> but it. But yeah, I, I just think the wording on a lot of these things is purposely misleading so that people don't know what they're voting for. You know, they, they make it, uh, you know, difficult to know about. So if you hadn't previously researched these things, um, it really puts you on the spot, you know? And if you're you're an older voter who's not, you know, tech savvy, doesn't have a chance to really, you know, to look it up on your phone, for example, um, how you know, you might not even know what to do. So, you know, those are the kind of things that, that kind of stood out to me um, on, on this ballot. Yeah, Proposition 2, um, I saw them cover it. So it's a good thing that I did get that phone call because when I saw it come up on News 12, I was like, oh, I've, I've heard about this. And you nice. had people saying, apparently both Republicans and environmentalists have been saying, don't do this. Yeah, like, yep. it's going to take funds away from, from the from environment protections, yeah, right? Clean drinking water. And we've, Ian, we've seen... What happened in uh, in Flint, Michigan, under the Obama administration, and it has been continued 
throughout throughout the Trump administration that Michigan, you know, Flint, Michigan still doesn't have clean drinking water. Like this is ridiculous. I don't want us to, you know, have to be put in a similar situation. Um, but uh, but yeah. So so my my day uh, started off with me deciding what to wear. Uh, <laughs> I I mentioned that um you know I I found a you know a face mask a gator that was uh in the shape of the Guy Fox mask from V for Vendetta. I grabbed the Superman red red sun hoodie in which it's a Superman symbol, but in the crest instead of an S is a hammer and sickle, and um and I terribly sewed on a bunch of patches to this old denim jacket turned into a vest that I've called my resistance vest. And um, on those patches, uh, there's one patch in the middle that says Black Lives Matter. There's another patch on it uh, that's a pride uh, pride patch. And uh, it's a little crooked, but I think it would have been fucked up to put it on straight. We have one that's Leonardo from the Ninja Turtles saying, uh, eat pizza and hunt Nazis. I like that one. Uh, there's uh, one in the shape of a heart with the Antifa flags in it, and nice. it says, fall in love, not in line. Uh, there's one that says, no one is illegal, and there's one that says, no space for, uh, you know, oppression, racism, sexism, homophobia, uh, you know, xenophobia in our streets or in our space, something like that. On the front, I had the rebel symbol from Star Wars. I had uh, a patch that said feminist. I had the anarchy patch. So... I was definitely looking to make a statement, but I was worried that if I do show up to a line and there's a bunch of fucking Trump supporters there because around our area, there's, you know, there's there's a lot of Trump supporters, but there's also like I've seen more Zeldin signs than I have uh, Trump signs. Yeah. uh, Zeldin is a representative uh, from fucking Shirley. Uh, which is, you know, Eastern Long Island, which the the further east you go, usually the more wealthy it gets. And um, the more white supremacist it it tends to be. (laughs) Yes, lots. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Zeldin is a huge supporter of Trump. So I know if you're supporting Zeldin, you're obviously supporting Trump. So there was a lot of that. And I'm worrying about like, you know, listen, I can go to a place and I can stand and not talk to anybody. And I'm fine with that. Okay, you can wear your fucking Trump mask or your Trump shirt or your hat, your Blue Lives Matter flag, flag, shirt, hat, whatever you happen to be wearing with you. And um, and I won't say anything to you. I'll glare. Okay, because, you know. I don't know. I just feel like people should know better. And I think some people it's like, oh, well, my fucking brother's a cop, so I got to wear this thing. But it's like, no, dude, like <laughs> the, the the most I don't want to go off on a tangent, but the, the most the simplest way to look at this is you is that, um, you know, basically black people want the same justice that white people get. That's it. If a cop murders somebody and they're not supposed to murder that person, it was found to be wrong, fucking arrest that cop and try them and fire them. That's that's it. You know? Yeah. You know uh, that yeah. uh that that Michael Volva wasn't even uh didn't even resign from the from the police until recently? Yeah, and he was allowed to do that and keep his full pension and all his benefits and uh yeah, it's it's a total disservice to his son who was um, you know, brutally beaten and frozen to death. But, you know, let the fucking guy retire with all his money cuz you know, he deserves that. And for those of you who are not aware of things that are going on locally, Michael Volva was a cop. I believe he was a traffic cop who, along with his wife or at least girlfriend, uh, brutalized their three, uh, his three sons. Yeah, was his, the, his, she was uh, not the mother. Yeah, the, yeah, the mother of the children uh, lived separately. They were separated. Um, but my fucking 
chest is just getting tight talking about it because it is truly a heartbreaking story. Uh, you know, look it up, Mike, uh, Michael Volva. He uh, he murdered his son through negligence. His autistic uh, son, Thomas right? Volva. Yes, yeah, he was an eight-year-old boy with autism. He was uh, constantly beaten, uh, handled roughly, forced to sleep in uh, in incredibly cold hypothermic level temperatures in the garage, and um, yeah, his mother couldn't get custody. Right. Yeah. They let, yeah. They let just his absolutely terrible stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And they and honestly, they the, the, he slipped through the through the through the um the the lines. What do the you want to say? It slipped through the yeah. Thank you. He slipped through the cracks so many times because they had had CPS called on them once or twice, and uh, and nobody did anything. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know, the only upside would be that maybe this pension can go to his two remaining children, but. I'm 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 not sure that'll happen. I think the blue wall of silence contributed to yes. this whole process, to him being uh, being allowed to continue uh, abusing his children, to him being uh, you know being allowed to remain a cop on paper until recently. You know what you you want to say? Oh, there are good cops and there are bad cops. But guess what? If the whole fucking system allows you to allows this guy to keep his job and his pension. Isn't the whole system bad? <laughs> you would think, right? I mean, it seems simple, but it, I mean... You know, get, I don't hate Hobby Lobby workers. I hate fucking Hobby Lobby. <laughs> you know, you don't go... But then if I say Hobby Lobby sucks, you don't go around with Hobby Lobby Lives Matter masks trying to defend the workers. No, I'm not, you know, I'm talking about the system as a whole. But anyway... Aside from that, you know, usually I let I let people wear that stuff, and I know I I don't start shit. I'm I'm very passive that way. I'll talk shit. I'll talk all the shit when I get back in my car, <laughs> but I won't start shit with these people. The other thing that kind of emboldened me to wear what I wore was just that. Guess what? They are absolutely fine, proud even to wear the shit that they wear, because wearing a Make America Great Again hat at this point, there's no way you can't know. That that hat is a symbol of hate, depending on who you wear it around. Okay, that there are there are people who are wearing those hats, who are flying those flags, those banners, and and they're part of the Proud Boys. They're part of the fucking Klan. They're part yep. of the Boogaloo Boys. They're part of the Patriot Prayer Group. They're part of a bunch of white supremacist organizations. So don't you tell me if I found out that white supremacist organizations were using the Batman symbol, I would start questioning the Batman tattoos that I have on my body. Okay, so. You know, so it, part of you may be like, oh, I just love the president. But you fucking, you know, oh, I love America. You love the president. That's who you, that's who you love more. And uh, guess what? If you can be so proud as to wear that out in public, knowing you're making everybody else around you uncomfortable, every person who's not fucking white or straight, okay, then I can wear my fucking communist Antifa fucking burn down the system, destroy parliament gear. And I did. And guess what? There wasn't a fucking line. I was in and out in 20 minutes. I actually got a couple compliments, you know. Nice. It turns out there were people who saw the Superman Red Sun animated film that came out recently. So they're like, oh, Red Sun, nice. And, um, you know, there was one guy, we actually had a very long conversation on the way out uh, in which he was like kind of on an upper level of the polling place. Like, and I was on a lower level. I took the stairs down to get to the parking lot quicker. And he's like, oh, that's cool. You know, uh, that's a nice mask. It reminds me of that movie. I'm like, yeah, uh, V for Vendetta. He's like, yeah, you know, they, he wore it in the movie, but he was a painter or something, right? <laughs> and I'm like, it's Guy Fox. And he's like, Guy Fox is a painter. And I'm like, no, he tried to blow up parliament. And he's like, oh, and you got the hammer and sickle. Look at you. You're so, you're so radical. And I'm like, yep. And I voted. 
And he was like, you know, that Red Sun was a, you know, I'm like, yeah, I read it. He's like, ah, DC makes good animated movies. They can't get this shit together. Dude, we're parting ways at this point. They can't get this shit together for an actual live action movie. No, they can't. I'm fucking having this whole discourse with this guy. The dude who gave me my ballot said, uh, he complimented it because he'd seen and read Red Sun. He, you could definitely tell he was initiated. He was a fucking nerd. Nice. But he did say, he was like, unlike the Soviet Union here, you do get to vote. And I'm like, <laughs> I didn't get time to be like, I'm not repping the Soviets. I'm representing communism. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, so as far as the ballot goes, I'm glad that I did get to vote against Lee Zeldin. He is a congressman. Uh, he's a huge Trump dude. He's a representative uh, from Long Island's uh, 16th district. And, uh, you know, if you follow his social media, the dude just spits pure fucking vitriol. He fucking, if you criticize Israel at all for murdering Palestinian kids, he's like, oh, you're an anti-Semite. That's his number one thing that he goes to. <sighs> um, everything Trump says, he fucking co, uh, you know, co-ops and brings it into his own message. Like, he is an absolute piece of shit. The worst part is Nancy Goroff uh, didn't didn't win but also she totally sold out toward the end because all of his commercials against her is what got me to vote for her nancy goroff wants to listen to science she's a radical professor who says that (laughs) police should be defunded even though two cops were shot in california like okay those two cops shot in california has nothing to do with what's going on here in long island like (laughs) Um, come they, on. You know, she says police are dangerous, need to be defunded. But then she did come out with a, a commercial that was like, of course I support police. I don't want to defund them. I'm like, man, fuck you. But I voted for her anyway because she believes in science. Um, unfortunately, she fucking lost. Um, there was one did. other presidential nominee on my on my uh, ballot, and I can't I can't find who uh, who it was actually. You know, I didn't see Mark Charles. I uh, they did have Howie Hawkins and Angela Walker on there, and now I want to talk about that vote real quick. Uh, by the way, Garbarino, who was uh, serving his own special interests in Washington, won over uh, Jackie Gordon, who not only was she a Democratic candidate, but she had also served in the military. Oh, so really? you would think that she would be like, you know, a shoe in for uh, for conservative Democrats, because that's a Democrat. If you're if you're a Democrat and a homeowner, you're a conservative Democrat. Like, that's just what it is. Yeah. Uh, um. But uh, but yeah. So apparently, man, she fucking she fucking lost against this guy too. Um, I think I might have accidentally voted for an establishment Democrat as well. I did look <laughs> him up afterwards, and I saw that you know he was a Democrat, but he also used to be a state trooper and stuff. And you know, was coming at it. His name is Mike Zitarakis, I believe. Uh, but I didn't vote for any of the Blue Lives Matter people, which is who he was running against. So that was fine. Um, but yeah, you know, like. Just to reiterate what you said, that we're getting a whole lot of uh, vitriol from the from liberals about how like, oh, well, if you don't vote Biden, then you don't care about black people, LGBTQIA plus people. You don't care about uh, poor people. You don't care about other, you know, other countries, all that stuff. I kind of felt that guilt last time. I felt that guilt of I got to vote for Clinton because if I don't stop Trump now, he it's going to be so, so terrible. Yeah. And, um, you know, in a, in a way I was I was right. Uh, but maybe, maybe in this election, you know, maybe if as many people didn't bend over for Hillary or bite the bullet, uh, for Hillary in 2016, maybe they would have known this election that they can't keep doing the same shit. Uh, but, but they, you know, but they did, they went out, they fucked Sanders out of the nomination. Obama helped him and, and Biden ended up getting it. And, uh, you know, the candidate that people have incredible, no enthusiasm about who has proven to be just as bad as Trump, just quietly racist, not openly racist like he is, which I think is the big thing. That's what people care about, right? Think about your boy Mark Hamill. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, but I I did kind of feel that, and and then when we're listening to uh, listening to Move Left, uh, idiots too, and we we hear that two of the people on that podcast voted Biden. The one who said he was going to write in a joke hand candidate voted uh, Hawkins and Walker, like you and I did. Yeah, and I was blown away, and and he, you know, just because like the reason you and I aren't voting for Biden, I mean, there's a few reasons, but the big reason is like the dude's a fucking racist and a rapist. Like that's right. just a fucking he is. He specifically is like, um, and he said, he said, if you believe Tara Reid, then vote for Trump. Well, I do believe Tara Reid and I just didn't vote for Biden. Like yeah. that's, that's the whole thing. One, and I'll say it a million more times. If I believe that he literally, uh, could have won and would make, and would make actual changes, I would bite my, bite the bullet and, and vote for him. I would hold my nose. That's yeah. what they say. And right? We're also fortunate um, that we're not in swing States, you know? So at the end of the day, you know, that Biden's going to win New York. So it's yeah, less New York, pressure. I us. believe has been has been uh, pretty much called uh, called for Biden. And if you just want to look at election coverage, go to Google and and search it up. Uh, the Associated Press is providing real time updates, uh, you know, with uh, with leads and actual wins. Yeah. So, certain, supposedly uh, Biden's states. leading right now, but there it's still very early to tell. At the time of yeah, at the time of this recording, uh, you know, you need two hundred seventy electoral votes to win. Biden's at two thirty eight. Trump's at two fourteen. Uh, you know, a, a lot of them are still too close to call. And let's say, uh, you know, we got Michigan, Wisconsin, Nevada, although Biden does have the leads. And then we're talking uh, Georgia and North Carolina and, oh, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania as well. Yeah. Trump, yeah, Trump is leading in all of those, mm. according to the, the real time numbers that we have now. But we, you know, we probably won't know until after November 10th, realistically. Yep. yep. Um, who is elected. I think I actually I think I will release this episode tomorrow on the 5th of November. It just seems right. Um, but yeah, so I was I was glad that I didn't I didn't encounter any sort of uh, violence or, or people being assholes uh, at any of my polling places or when my fia- uh, sorry, or my wife and I went to Whole Foods. It's still new. Uh, you know, later on in the day, I wore all the same stuff. You know, because once again, if people can wear their shit knowing it's making everybody else uncomfortable, I can wear my shit. And I think what I wear, it, I, A, has conservatives feeling uncomfortable, letting them know that we're out there. And B, is letting other people know that that I'm a fucking ally. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I be, you know, I believe in feminism and I believe in, you know, uh, in progressivism and stuff. I'm surprised nobody called um, you an Antifa warrior or something, you know? Yeah, nobody did, which I would have taken as a compliment. I literally had the Antifa flags, I, probably because they don't know, dude. They don't fucking know. Unless Donald Trump says Antifa is this group, they Antifa. don't know what Antifa is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Antifa. You know, like I have the flags, but unless it says Antifa on it, they're not gonna, you know, they're not gonna spot it unless unless you are, you know, part of Antifa probably or yeah. or part of QAnon. Um, you know, either or. Uh, we're all about extremes in this country, but um, but yeah, dude. So keeping all that in mind. Uh, you know, just I, I couldn't bring myself to vote for Biden knowing all the shit that we've said about him. Like and then also knowing that it's really not going to make that much of a difference. Right. Amy Coney Barrett yeah. is already in the Supreme Court as a justice. And and Biden has shown similar, if not worse, foreign policy um, desires than than Trump has. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, I know you did that uh, that episode with Joe. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to make it for that. I uh, would have loved to have talked to Joe. He's he's very knowledgeable, a very interesting guy. Um, but, you know, there was a couple things listening to it that, that you know, that I, I feel weren't weren't addressed. You know, and I think at one point you said voting for the lesser of two evils. And Joe said, you know, evil, really? Um, and, and to me, evil, you know, committing murder 
and and doing it, you know, purposely is is pretty evil, right? And both Trump and uh, Joe Biden have committed murder. You know, Trump has caused um, a lot of people to die from from COVID. Right. Uh, he continues yeah, due to, to the misinformation yep, that he's not handling it well, not giving, you know, uh, the proper supplies and, me- you know, medical uh, you know items needed to save people's lives. He also continues to drone strike and, and kill people. Um, he puts kids in cages who many kids have died in those cages at the border. Um, and these are There's things hysterectomies that, being performed, forced fucking sterilization yeah. of women in, in, at the border. And uh, and. And, you know, and just all the, I didn't mean to cut you off, but all the stuff you're saying is also stuff that Biden has been complicit in during his term, uh, his terms with Obama. Well, that's exactly so like- it. It's it's not, a lot of the stuff isn't new. Obviously, COVID is, um, though I don't think Biden's plan is all that much better than than Trump's. He, he hasn't committed to uh, forcing people to wear masks. He hasn't, you know, all he said is there'll be more testing, which uh, right now testing really isn't the issue anymore. Um uh, but yeah, you it's know, fucking stopping super spreader. Events. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. And, and you yeah. know, uh, like you said, you know, Biden has killed a lot of people. Him and Obama were known for drone striking. Um, you, you name it, weddings and, and, and villages and, and innocent people have been killed in these drone strikes. Uh, they, American you know, citizens overseas have been killed by Obama's drone strike. Yeah, like, like and, and again, they, they are the ones who have, have put kids in cages in the beginning. Um, they, they deported more people than just about any president before them. Uh, and a lot of those people were running looking for asylum because there's gangs and things back home that are looking to kill them. So, you know, you talk about you know, openly murdering people. The fact that, that neither of them support Medicare for all when so many people can't afford health care. Uh, and, and during a pandemic. To, during a pandemic, you know, it, like they are they are evil to me. They have murdered so, so many people. Um, and, and also, you know, jo- Joe Biden, everyone says, you know, he supports clean energy, clean air, but he won't ban fracking. And, you know, people say, well, you know, politics is, is all about your opinion. But to me, there's no gray area on climate change, right? We are seeing it uh, in in massive, massive ways this year alone. Uh, the, the amount of, you know, horrible, uh, you know, events that have occurred across the planet. And what, taking, the record amount of hurricanes? Yeah, like people's lives have been the lost. The, the, the planet's like, being damaged. We You know, scientists are saying we have about seven years to make... Uh, immediate changes that can prevent the planet from per- permanently being damaged um, and, ne- and being irreversibly damaged. So to me, there is no gray area there. Like you need to go all in on a Green New Deal. You need to go all in on saving this planet because this is the extinction of the human race and every other living creature on this planet, right? We don't get another planet. We don't have another one. Uh, we don't have the time to to hope that we can you know, go into space and, and colonize somewhere. Like this is it. Um, so for me, if you don't so go all in on that, you don't support that, then you're literally trying to to kill me and everyone I've ever met. So uh, to me, that's pretty evil, and and that's that's kind of how I feel, and that's why I, I couldn't vote for either of these these guys because they they just don't really care about us. They're both old dudes, right? They're going to be dead in, the, in in a few years and not have to worry, and we're we're stuck here with with the 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 remnants of of the you know destroyed planet. A few years, God willing. But yeah, now it isn't really the time for gradual change. No, we just don't have, we can't, literally we can't. Like, (laughs) this isn't talking about, you know, yeah, I'm sure you'd like to get quicker change, but we don't, no, we we can't. The planet is dying. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. This is it. Seven years is less than two terms from now. Yep. Like, this is, you know, this is it. And, you know, we've talked off mic, like even my father-in-law, the most conservative person I know, believes in climate change. 
and a women's uh, and a woman's right to choose. Yep. Okay. Or you know, I'll say a person's right to choose because trans men can also have kids. But you know, I haven't gotten him on that yet. But but you know, but even he believes in in these things, and and Biden himself is you know does not and you know you want to say like oh well biden's going to help the environment and all this other stuff if he will not listen to climate scientists why would he listen to scientists about covid19 yeah yeah you know like why is he going to be the one to 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 bring us out of this and you know i i really don't know which i and i won't say i'm not going to say it out loud which of them i hope wins but i will say i did a i did a a poll on twitter um, you can find me at Real Mike Booch, the comrade soy boy, formerly the pseudo intellectual soy boy. Um, <laughs> and I said, "What's better for progressivism, Trump winning or Biden winning?" Seventeen percent said Trump winning. Eighty-three percent said Biden winning. Interesting. Editor's note: Six fucking people voted in the poll. Just wanted to leave that there for you. I'm not popular on Twitter or anywhere. Um. You know, similar to a conversation we had recently off mic, you know, the idea of Biden winning means that people get to go back to being comfortable and, you know, they get to just sweep all the ugly stuff under the rug because he's not going to be tweeting every every two seconds about terrible shit. You might not even hear about Biden that much. You might hear more about Harris, to be frank with you. And, um, you know, I think that's just that's what people want. Is there going to be any law law enforcement reform? Is there going to be any reform to criminal justice to uh, to to? Um, you know, incarceration is there gonna is there gonna be any actual changes other than the racism is gonna be more quiet now? Mark Hamill had that video. I was like, oh, I can't wait till Biden wins and I could just go back to worrying about you know kitten rescue videos on Twitter. Like, how fucking disconnected can yeah. you be? Because Dude, if you're are you if you're a white me? liberal, then going back to Biden's great for you. You're gonna do you're gonna do fine. You're not gonna have to worry. But if if you're black or brown or or you know any any group that is that is often targeted and and you know discriminated against not much is going to change for you it's it's not going to get any better um you know what, what is biden going to do in his first 100 days in office is is he going to get rid of those cages is he is he you know going to help uh prevent uh coronavirus by by in, enforcing providing uh, lo- a stimulus yeah and, a stimulus a and locking yeah. down the country is he you know what, what is he going to do in the first 100 days that is going to make people's lives better and if you don't have the answer that you tell me that's gradual, we got to wait four years for him to do something, then he's not the answer. Um, and and again, we just don't have time to to wait. Uh, but I will I will say there are a lot of progressives that have been that have been winning. Um, Ilhan Omar looks is a projected winner right now uh, for Congress. AOC, I think AOC is still in, yeah, right? Uh, Rashida Tlaib. Um, so a lot of people who you know who are part of the squad, you know, who are who are really yeah. true progressives. They are definitely Cory Bush. They're all they're all projected winners. So that's great, you know. And it just goes to show that there really is a a, a large support for candidates like that. And it it's got to make you wonder why we can never get to the presidential level with someone like that. Um and again, it's it's because of a lot of corruption. And Sarah McBride in Delaware, she's a Democrat, and she is set to become the nation's first ever transgender state senator, which is, uh, you know, it's amazing. So, like, there are there are little wins here and there, but I don't know, man. Yeah. I like it, it, this. This isn't the time for little wins necessarily, you know. Or or Joe Armstrong is right, and I hope to fucking God he is. Honestly, dude. Yeah, it'd be like, great. I, you know, I'd love I, to be I like we're wrong. Go, but, 
helped. Yeah. yeah. And for all the and for all the, you know, he's a great speaker and can fucking have you in trance for hours listening to him talk about all these random things that nobody else would ever know about, but he knows him well and he has experience and wisdom. Um you know, but but for you know, for all that you know, I just um I, I think it's tough to believe that with the seven year mark with the doomsday clock being closer to midnight than it's ever been that, that, you know, now is not the time for gradual change and that, you know, throughout history, it hasn't been the gradual stuff. It's been the, the establishment saying, fuck, we can't keep getting away with this without getting burnt down. So let's give this little bit of, of, uh, liberty to these people. Let's give a little bit of human rights until the next one. And, and, and that's it. But, you know, at this point, all of that, all of that slow progressivism has has brought us to where we are now, where you know where the the world could literally end. Now, if Joe Armstrong is right, which once again I hope he is, it means that this is just politics as usual. They're gonna try and scare you into voting for whoever they want you to vote for. Um, you know, one the pendulum might swing right, the pendulum might swing left, but eventually, you know, we're gonna we're gonna center out. And and you know, since you know, think about uh, Matthew McConaughey, Rustin Cole, right at the end of yeah. True Detective. You know, he looks up at the sky and he says, you know, look at all those stars. In the beginning, it was all just darkness. So if you ask me, it looks like the light's winning. And I would love to believe that. And sometimes I do. You know, sometimes I I look back at our history and think of how far we've come as a society where marginalized people can have a say. But also the fact that society marginalized them in the first place and had and they had to fight for those things and that those rights weren't theirs to begin with. and They had to be given by a higher power. That's the fucking problem in the first place. Agreed. Agreed. You know, so and and you got people like Pelosi, who is currently leading against Shahid Batar and uh, she's probably going to win again. And what has she done to stop Trump? Fuck all. Right. What did she do to stop? She clapped. Fuck all. She clapped and she tore a a paper, man. That's it. So. So give her give her the clap and paper, Terry, because that's what people love her for. Right. Yeah. She clapped once and tore a paper. But also she's refusing to allow stimulus to go through for for Americans who are dying. Uh, for Americans who are impoverished right now, it's it, it it is fucking terrible. So once again, Democrats and Republicans are both the same party. They're both conservative. One of them is quietly racist. The other one is openly racist. Uh, you, it behooves every single person in this country to continue to go left because you will find that you're paying extra taxes to help you know to help everyone else get health care and and shelter and all that other stuff. That's all. You also have access to all of the good stuff. Okay, yep. we're all in it together as a community. It's not just you giving your hard-earned money to you know to to people who don't deserve it. You sacrificing your body so that way the person above you can continue to make more. That's the real injustice. That's you giving your your body and your hard work and giving money to people who don't deserve it. You should have you should be entitled to everything that you create as a worker. And and yes, I believe that is a Marxist belief. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know we'll. You know, let me let me just close off on this. This whole idea of like, oh, are they really the lesser of two evils? And you know, because it's not just it's not just one side that's saying that; it's both sides, right? One side is saying yeah. if Biden gets elected, we're going to be in fucking anarchy, which obviously isn't true because he's an establishment corporate-owned Democrat. Hashtag Ryan yeah, yeah, but but there's uh, a narrative, right? I I, mean, I told you I, I had a customer at work who asked me who I was voting for, and I I refused to tell her, and she said, "Well, let's just hope the right man wins." I'll just tell you, I'm scared of socialized medicine, and she turned around and walked away. Well, neither of these guys is for that, but I'm assuming she means Biden, right? Like she's obviously scared. Yeah, of Biden like that's winning. what she's been told. 
And like <laughs> this is the I narrative. don't know, man. It 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 really is. And uh you know, but meanwhile, we don't care when our tax when our tax dollars go to you know billions of dollars it takes to to bomb another country or something like yep. that. You know, we don't. I feel know, like it's like a writer's room of like the same people where they're like, "All right, we're gonna do the Republican stuff now. All right, we're done with that. Let's turn on do the Democrat stuff now." Like, and they're just sending it out to to your emails and and on your televisions to tell you what you know what what you think what you need to hear about the other side, and it just keeps us in the same hamster wheel. Yeah, and indeed, indeed it does. But uh, but yeah, as far as politicians just being politicians, and oh well, sometimes they make laws that you know that in uh, that enslave and incarcerate millions of people, and sometimes they make laws that kill other people. You know, it's just all about progress. You know, slow progression and casual, you know, gradual progression to the left and stuff like that. Uh, fuck that. If you are, you know, guess what? If I accidentally um, murdered a million people you might still consider me to be evil, even if I've never done another bad thing. But if I drafted a crime bill that continue, once again, slavery is still legal as long as you're, as you've been, uh, proved guilt, proven guilty of a crime. If I, if, if I draft a bill that enslaves a bunch of people by calling them criminals and, and, uh, you know, and helps enforce the war on drugs and provides harsher death penalties and mandatory minimums and, um, what the fuck else did it do? And and you know adds another hundred thousand uh, Gestapo members in the police force to help police already over policed communities. Then then yeah, that's pretty fucking evil for me to be in power for forty. You know, to me be in a senator position for forty seven years, or or you know senator then vice president for forty seven years to 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 be complicit in terrible terrible acts. Yeah. Yes, that's politics. But yes, that's evil. Stop trying to separate the two. We can have plenty of good people. It's like movies. When we have movie stars who are so problematic and shit, there are plenty of good actors ready to do good roles who are not bad people. There are plenty of good people ready to be politicians who are ready to do the right thing. So stop stop accepting the the quote unquote the lesser of two evils because a lot of times it literally is evil. I do feel that that this is evil. You know, and yeah. and in some cases, you know, I know Trump's the source of his evil is narcissism. But I wonder if Biden's is a lot more nefarious than that because he is an establishment uh, politician. He's not a celebrity, which is what Trump is. <sighs> you know, um, but yeah, but th- that being said, I brought it all back around to this to say, guess what? Filling in that circle for Hawkins Walker was so much easier than I thought it would be. I really thought that I would have to, you know, that I would, that I would bite the bullet and be like, listen, at least now I can tell the libs that I voted Biden and it's not my fault, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Fuck it. I don't want, I can, I can already own the libs without, yep. without fucking having to lower my morals and vote for a fucking rapist. Exactly. You know, like, so, you know, that, that's my, any, any, any final thoughts on, on this election or our Patreon? Cause that's the only thing we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I covered it. I'm sure we'll be talking next week once the results are in. Oh, Maybe we will. Maybe listen. If we get more than three hundred listens, you know, a month, maybe I'll, you know, they'll come to my house and decapitate me. <laughs> You're a danger to the establishment. I'm maybe like, fucking finally, maybe. finally, <laughs> I made it, man. You know, <laughs> I made it. But um, but yeah, but uh, you know, th- thanks a lot for uh, for for taking the time to you know do this. I know that that we do get very impassioned when we're talking about these subjects, and these episodes are a little bit. A little bit less fun uh, than the others, but I, I do think they're absolutely necessary. And just to let everybody else out there know that, um, you know, if you did vote third party, that's okay. Even yeah. if you fucking voted for Joe Jorgensen, you know, anything to to dismantle. Because as a conservative, her half measures are still better than any of the fucking 
1% measures, and you know what, maybe that has a few different meanings, that Trump or Biden are willing to institute to fix this country or continue breaking it, depending on how you want to look at it, you know? Yep. That being said, uh, please make sure that you're listening to us, rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast to help us come up in the algorithm. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, like the video, please make sure to subscribe, like our other videos, hit the bell so that way you get notifications whenever we post a new one and exclusive content such as our outtakes and other behind-the-scenes content that's never going to happen. Find us on Twitter at PolitipopPod, on Instagram at PolitipopPodcast. Uh, you can email us at PolitipopCast at gmail.com. Let us know your feelings. And you can find our show notes and sources at PolitipopPodcast.wordpress.com. Special thanks to you, the listeners, and to Antonio Chava for logo design. For the Politipop Podcast, I have been Mike Booch. I've been Ty. And remember, no matter how you're voting, remember to never stop thinking, never stop learning, and always read between the lines. And scene. Oh, good, good, good. I got it. That was good. <laughs> All right. Fucking export. export.